Hi, and welcome to the Still Telling It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And I am so honored and so blessed to have Brand Protege, uh, a real trooper, on with me today. I, I can't tell you how, how much I love this man. Uh, and we're here to provoke you to think, I meant, you know, uh, about how you think about the word of God, how you think about women in ministry, how you think about different things. And I don't even know where he's going to go with this today. But Apostle Barry, come on down. I mean, come, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you hear me good? I can hear you good. Good, good. Just making sure. Well, it's good to, good to be here. Had a great day today. Um, Got to watch these street vendors here in Houston. But other than that, I, I, I know what you mean. Did you do your, your daughter's wedding this weekend? I sure did. I, I went to, to Colorado Springs and um, performed the ceremony and uh, hung out with them. Her birthday was the 23rd. The wedding was the 22nd. So I stayed for her birthday and you know, celebrated that with her and, and her friends and other family that normally wouldn't have been there. So she kind of sees that moment. But uh, it was a it was a beautiful time. And uh, um, he's a great, a great man. And um, I'm happy for him. they're off to a good start. They definitely are much more communicative and um, understanding and they shift into communication zones. And I'm thinking, well, that's the progressive generation. That's how it should be. I didn't do that one. I didn't even know to do it like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I'm watching and I'm thinking, you know, they'll stop, honey. Let's talk about this. Now, what is your, what is it you're really wanting from me? And where do you, you know, and I'm thinking, yeah, amen. That's good. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I had the privilege of being able to do my grandson and his, you know, uh, his now wife, uh, mm. Uh, on the um, uh, on the eighth of uh, this month, and I mean, it, it was it was a joy, and so I was so excited for you because I know yeah. the difference between. I mean, you know, this was just my grand, this was my grandson, but this is your daughter, and I am so excited for you, and just just proud of you. Period. You know. Well, thank you, and I did have a good time, and it was um, it's a blessing. You know, it's one of those things. You while you're doing, you're thinking, this is my this is my baby here. <laughs> And, and, you know, but honestly, she hadn't been my baby for a minute now. She's been growing up and and doing her own thing. And I, I know we need to move on, but I just tell you, one of the things that I felt heavy about as a father was to, you know, I kept telling my daughter, if you can wait till you don't need anything from anybody, you get your own house, you get your own car, you get your own income, you get your, that you're happy with, you like the job, not when you're still unhappy with it. If you can just hang on a minute and focus specifically and build and by God, she did. <laughs> and so, so that's another thing I can tell it's their, their relations. Neither one of them needs each other. I mean, you know, and, and, and so it's love or it, it, you're either going to work on it for love or stay in it for love or commit to that, or you're not, you know, there's not all those other strings that, and I'm not knocking, some people are in different situations, but I think we can teach our kids, <laughs> get on top of this, you know, and so that uh, you don't have to be subjected uh, in situations that uh, um, 
you know, let, that being the reason that you're there or, or marrying or whatever. So, you know, I think that this is, I mean, I know I was talking to my granddaughters and, and, and all of that, that yeah. as a therapist, you know, as somebody that deals with people and stuff, one of the things that I let people know, if you need a man, if you need a woman that's going to make you happy, then you ain't ready for it. Yeah. You know, are a needy sucker and nobody needs nobody needy you know i want you that's the reason we're doing this and it's a dichotomous situation doc because we're grown up rejected without love so then uh, we long for this place to be met in us and end up you know it, a lot when we allow it to center our decisions and move around that need it it's always going to backfire. We have to have our own objectives that we're heading towards. And, and that does take, for some people, that's hard to do. They don't want to do that. Their whole plan is, but we have to, Doc. We have to. And we have to grow forward and, and take those responsibilities. And it sets an example for our kids also about you know, building, you know, how we always talk about each generation, we've got to build on top of the next, you know, and that's why we keep repeating ourselves in the church as well, which is something we're going to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to bust out with that because I am, I mean, that just makes me, uh, what you said about her and, 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 and all of this is one of the things that I try to crowd into people. Oh my God, I'm so lonely. I need a man. I need a woman. I need this. You don't squat on what you're trying to say is you, you, you don't need, you don't want to know yourself. So anyway, I'm going to be quiet. Nice to have, I mean, but it's nice to have, we have, that's what I'm saying about. We have that place in us that needs to be filled, but at the same time, it's, we've got to shift out of that because if we be find contentment on our own, I mean, I know people that, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. My dad used to say to me all the time, only boring people are bored, you know? And um, he he would say that, or he'd turn around and say, what are you stupid? You don't have a brain in your head. I mean, you know, which when you're a kid, you're like, dang, that's rough. And and it is a little rough, but what he was saying simply was be creative. He said, I can make a list. I can see you need to clean your room. I can see that you, you um supposed to be working on your stuff for a project coming up in a couple of weeks. He would just name tons of things. He'd say, matter of fact, your motorcycle's sitting up there and you had ridden it for two weeks because you won't change the tire. He's like, so, you know, don't tell me you're bored. You're being stupid. <laughs> intelligent people. I used to tell my kid, intelligent people don't get bored. Yeah. yeah. Intelligent That's people don't get bored. You know, it's like, I'm yeah. never bored. Doc, and, you said you so said need, that need, need Jesus is not that either. That 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 that's that's not the thing. I already got him, so I don't need him either. He yeah. is a he is in me. So yeah. you're saying that much things. nicer than my dad. <laughs> oh, you said it much much. It's the same thing, but in your way was much nicer. So <laughs> anyway, Doc, I I wanna. I was hoping we could move towards. Um, I know we've been talking about women in ministry for a good long while here, and we've covered a, a bunch of things on it. And then I thought, you know, people have the reference tools just from these videos and many other things that are out there. We have reference tools to understand it if we truly want to, but there's got to be something in your gut that understands too, you know, let's 
keep it simple. Let's believe the way the New Testament relates it when it talks about men and women and their interaction and that where is one and that we, you know, in Christ, we're not judged by our genders anymore. We're not decided on whether we're spiritual or not spiritual or qualified for leadership or not. It's based on, you know, characteristics. It's based on functionary aspects. And, um, and then that was leading my thought into other things that I really want to kind of get into. And that's something that we talk about on the surface, but I thought it would be nice on your show because I can talk about things in more detail to get into team ministry more and understanding the value of team ministry, the synergy of team ministry, the because this has to do, whether you're male, whatever, we've got to then link together so we can't have these separate things. Well, that woman, she's over there. She's anointed. She does whatever she does. And then we, and all of that stuff too is, is just has to start to merge. But I don't want to just talk about it from that aspect because I also want to talk about, you know, fivefold ministry merging and the value and quality as well as the stupid statements that people make about that and that aren't biblical and we don't know better. So we just go along with it. So I don't know. It was really on my spirit. Um, last week and out of Isaiah 65, 8. Um, and um, in Isaiah 65, 8, it says, Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one says, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it. So will I do for my servants' sake, that I may not destroy them all. And the word cluster in Hebrew you know, is eshkol. It means, simply means a bunch of grapes or other fruit. It's translated a cluster. The word is used a number of times in scripture, you know, from the promised land spies who brought, you know, a branch with a cluster of grapes. Back, apparently they were some big grapes. <laughs> and uh, Numbers 14, and the beloved is likened unto the bride, which is interesting, as a cluster of grapes. You know, uh, in Psalms, uh, Song um, Solomon, I believe it is, uh, 114, something like that. The vine brought forth a cluster of grapes in, in Genesis 40, and it represented the different anointings that were to fall on the church in the last days, or it represented the sons of Jacob. But that paragraph in that, in that text starts out and it says, um, and... Um, and I will show you what will befall you in the last days. Then it says, and Jacob called his sons forward <laughs> to pray for him. Interesting. He's telling us there's two stories. One is the natural thing that's going on where he's laying hands on the sons and speaking and prophesying their, their destinies, each one, one by one. And then the other thing in it is each one of those situations represents things that will happen in the last, you know, along the route in the church. So much, you know, the Bible's got so many layers of things. Uh, why we just read it on one level and don't allow the Holy Spirit to illuminate things to us and show us things in the text. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm reading the scripture and just, and, uh, you know, it'll, I'll be reading and then the word and will link and I'm just stuck on and. So I'm like, you know, or um, if. That's another one. I often see the word if in a text. I'm like, wait, if that's conditional. So this whole thing I'm reading is based on an action I have to determine to take or else it doesn't apply to me. You know, I mean, just little things like that. 
And, uh, you know, clusters of Sodom, it says, were bitter. And the wine is, is poisoned of dragons and cruel venom of asp, <laughs> which we're talking about Sodom. So that could, uh, that could be an interesting uh, um, insight there by just breaking down why those clusters were made up of those things. The poison of dragons? That's an interesting phrase. So you know it's coming from a myth or a, a, a theme that they were familiar with. It's their language. You know, the final harvest is likened to the gathering of a cluster of the vine of the earth, a bunch of grapes, you know, in Revelations 14, and, and a symbol also of a cluster of grapes. And sorry, my mind just start thinking about them. And then a cluster of raisins or dried grapes were condemned, and, and they were used for food in Israel. But in that text, Again, it's a natural text talking about um, uh, grapes being brought into David, and yet at the same time, uh, he turns around and says, um, and it's a good thing that Israel is not, you know, um, likened unto these. So like he's saying, <laughs> we have to come alive and be full, not dried ones, which is interesting. Um, and then a new wine, of course, is found in the cluster. I say this because I believe that, where God is really trying to take us, you know, it's like first the natural, then the spiritual, as we always say, you know, um, and, and is seen in the word cluster because the word means a bunch of grapes and we could just look at it like that. But in the natural, it refers to vineyards and clusters of grapes. And, and then the scriptures start opening up about other facets of what grapes represent. And, um, you know, and, and working together, the new wine is found in a cluster. It's not to be found in one single grape. It's, uh, it's not to be found in a bunch of raisins or dried grapes. It's found in a cluster. The blessing, it says, is in a cluster. And, and, and you have to understand, this is something God's trying to do. The whole New Testament revelation was about these people working together and this synergy coming up between the different people. and. Um, you know, and of course, the, not dried grapes, <laughs> you know, not raisins, uh, but this this healthy group of people that are working tightly together. And it says there's a blessing inside of the cluster. How many times do you see people that stand on the outside of folks and they say, well, these people just got favor because they're up close and they're working close. And, now, you know, I don't they don't just da, 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 da. Well, yeah. What if there was actually anointings given to people that were willing to pay the price to get up in there and work harder and give more and serve when it, you know, not always get talked to nice, but yet they're working for a mission? I mean, what about that? I mean, narrow minded folks that think in the natural and don't know the spiritual, yes, there's abuse. I'm not talking about that. I mean, matter of fact, that we talk about resisting that kind of stuff on here all the time. And especially me, if you hear me, I don't, I don't, I don't follow just anything and I don't listen to uh, anyway. I, let me just keep going. But, but the, 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 the bottom line here is there's, there's a blessing in that. And there's a blessing in that tightness and keeping health and keeping the spirit of the, of the thing alive, the ministry alive and keeping the spirit of um not just the ministry, you know, but also there's a grace God puts on a team leader that people have to, they pick up traits. Now, that doesn't mean they, they try to walk around like and act like a little version of us because that gets stupid also. You know, however, 
there is a right in the middle of the wrong. And again, we're trying to throw everything out and we're missing divine predisposed ecclesiastical, you know, for the ecclesia, things that were determined for functionaries moving in and out of that cluster, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does to me, but you know, <laughs> the cluster's not to be destroyed. God will not destroy all the servants in the midst uh, of a judgment event even, you know. <laughs> That's just not how it's going to be. And, and the Bible talks about that. And afterwards, the spiritual, you know. So in the spiritual sense, we see the new wine of God's Holy Spirit is in a cluster, the scripture says, in the group or in the team. Follow me. Because new wine, it takes people working together and you can't be old and crusty and work together with people that don't always think like you, aren't always in the mood you wish they were in, you know, you know, didn't pat you on the back or said happy birthday to someone else and happen to forget your birthday. And now that's not the kind of people they're talking about. Lord Jesus. Uh, the new wine is finding that cluster, that team ministry that works and functions together. And the focus on a team is always a mission. So if your mission is to stroke your ego, you're going to get hurt, disappointed. If your mission is to be seen and heard and always talk, then you're going to be disappointed. But if your mission is to accomplish that particular, uh, um, you know, objective, of that team in that cluster with the right spirit, there's predisposed blessings on that cluster. There's new wine that comes up. Why does new wine come up? I'll tell you how. If you're sitting in a, in a meeting and you're throwing some things around and you have the ability as a leader to say, okay, guys, you know, we're going to, I want to hear some ideas on this. We're going to, I don't want to hear about what we can't do. I just want you to throw it out as crazy as it seems. Here it goes. Let's brainstorm. What are some, and you start to throw things out, you end up with a couple ideas that mutates your original plan and makes it better. What happened? New wine. Now it's new wine. It wasn't even, I mean, it's, it was, it was wine when you brought in and thought you had something. Then they start giving up. Now it takes on a whole nother flair. It hits on another level. It's fuller in the way you talk about it. It, it has more structure. Hey, Lord Jesus. Anyway, that gets me excited. But God's setting the church various ministries that are likened unto the cluster. And so the bunch, the team, you know, Ephesians 4, 9 through 6, 1 Corinthians 12, and Romans and other places, uh, 12. The new wine is, is not found in any one grape, any one ministry, no matter how great or good God has made them. <laughs> Some ministries become dried up and shriveled like raisins because they don't have team concepts. And here's the deal. Team input is not people flexing their ideas in a group. It's by people humbly trying to obtain the objective of the mission. And all of this stuff about, well, that ain't going to work. That's a stupid statement by a stupid person because you, can, you can't, okay, we see it doesn't work. It's like people always say to me, well, you know, we can't do it. We can't call this person because they're on vacation and not available. I'm like, why did you say that to me? What? Don't, don't tell I Okay, they're on vacation. Why would we tell them that's what we can't do? Now tell me what we can do. And then look, I'm thinking you just took five minutes talking. I'm just, just 
I'm like, okay, we got to work on this team so that we can think sharper so that it is common for us to produce new wine every time we come together. And the good thing about that is, is those kind of meetings aren't, don't leave you messed up in the flesh. They leave you feeling blessed spiritually, like you've been part of something supernatural. You know, there's a huge difference, you know, <laughs> oh my Lord Jesus, I'm going to pray in tongues. I need to pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the cluster's not to be destroyed. You know, and, and that's that's what we got to understand. The new wine's not found in one and grape. Now, listen, they may have little grapes on the vine. I know I said, <laughs> and, and, and they may have a little grape juice and be enjoyable for a short time. But the new wine of the Holy Spirit is not in one ministry. You know, it's in the bunch. It's in the cluster. And the thing about that is, is that's even transfers over to Let's just take a ministry department as a church as an example. And you get one person that's over that and they do a fantastic job. They're flowing with wine. They're bringing fresh stuff. They're creating. But the biblical pattern says, who am I duplicating to step into my role? See, it in the world, I'm the leader. I'm the leader forever. This is my ministry. This is my thing. I've built it. Uh, but in the in the church, it, it is now I'm in this position to raise someone up to take it because I must decrease, someone else must increase. And then that pattern is duplicated and you've got trained people all over your church. Even if somebody's never even, you know, the leader of that organization, they'll end up going somewhere later on in their life and running that department better than the people, the old folks. The people, I'm just telling you, you you model something, and the objective is multiplication. And see, we sit in these churches that don't grow, ministries that don't produce, um, ineffective people. I mean, how, folks have been in departments for years, and you give them some responsibility, and they don't know what to do. They don't know the order of it. They don't know what it takes. They don't know them. They just been given opinions in there. I know I need to pull it down here for a minute, throw it back to you for a second, just so you can peep a little bit. But I'm just saying um, it's found in the cluster and I'll talk more about it as we go. So, Now, you know, one of the things that came to me is I just came back off the golf course, right? Yeah. My mind is there. Uh, I mean, my mind was there. <laughs> it's right here now. But if, yeah, there you if, go. One of the one of the things of it is if you're playing team golf, if you're doing something like that, if you don't keep your your I look at the ball as being the mission. If you don't keep your eye on the ball and you start to look at some other direction, the, 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 uh, uh, some other direction, you're going to go amiss. You're going to go someplace else. You're going to end up in a tree or whatever it is. If we don't keep the eye on the purpose, on the mission, on that, on where it is that you're going, you're going to end up jacked up. It's not going to work. And it's you and I are so different. And but we work well together. I mean, we've gone through little bumps and stuff like that. But one of the things of it is, it's a consistent thing that I don't give a well, I'm not going to say, uh, okay. Anyway, I don't give a tinker's tutu about that. How are we going to work through this? We're working through this to get to someplace because it's greater. The mission is greater than than my opinion or your opinion. So go ahead. We still yeah. got still got some. Message. 
yeah, yeah, I think that's interesting too. Um, when always I'm sitting with people and they'll talk about something that they're upset with me with and all that, I'll say, so how do you see us getting over this and moving forward? Because I'm thinking, okay, I got it. So then let me first say, I apologize for da 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 da. I'm not apologizing for this part because I still don't think I did that, but I'm open to the Holy Spirit convicting me, but I'm apologizing for this because I ain't doing that no more either. I ain't just swallowing the whole thing because somebody's trying to force it down my throat. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Anyway, the blessings in the cluster. I know I only got a minute here to say something, but I'll set it up for the next one. You know, it's in the complete ministry of the body of Christ. God has set in the church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, teachers, these fivefold ascension gifts or post-ascension gifts, I guess you would say. Ministries are like a cluster of grapes. Hello. The blessing is in the cluster. So we got to cross this also. You know, uh, in, in the five ministry list is here. It's not just any one of them is standing alone. Paul lists other ministries in the body of Christ also that may be likened to the cluster of grapes, like Romans 12, 1, 1 through 8. He put them in a cluster. You know what I'm saying? Ephesians 4, 9 through 6, he put them in a cluster. Maybe each one of these represents a type of wine. Maybe one's Cabernet Sauvignon. Maybe one's Pinot Gras. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Let me just keep going. I don't know. But the blessing is in the gifts, plural, of the Spirit. That's what all of these are dealing with plural. Morality, but yet we deal with singleness totally. And, and, and yes, our salvation is up to us. Every man gives account of himself before God. You know, that's the bottom line. Nobody else can do it for us, say it for us or whatever. It's got to be us in our heart. But then once we enter in, we enter into the body of Christ. And that's why, you know, people talk about baptisms in water, baptism in the spirit. And the Bible also talks about a baptism into the church. It's a decision. It's, I mean, we turn it into like who would like to join the church. But realistically, that is not just a membership. It's it's where people are saying, I got the revelation of the ecclesia and my role in it. And I join by my will, you know, to the cluster of the body. I won't just hang out. I won't just, you ain't got to convince me to pay my tithes or chase me down. You know, even when times are tough, you know, I'm going to still be faithful. You know, I understand what I'm committing to. I understand we got prayer. We got needs. I'm I'm there whether I need it or not. I want it or not. I understand we got special services or we're trying to build something into that. Uh, I'm part of it and I'll help. I won't just come late and gripe. I'll, I'll, I'll plan for a babysitter months in advance because I know about it because you put out the calendar. I can't act surprised because that make me look stupid and I won't do that. Our time is up. Our time is up. It's found in the cluster. It's found in the yes, cluster. the cluster. I want you guys to realize something. Let your friends know about next week. We're going to continue on with the subject. Uh, Apostle Apostle Barry is 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 rocking it. He is rocking. I mean, just shaking the things that we have walked in for so long, which is ignorance and stupidity. And those words are not bad words, but we are here. That's why it's still telling it like it is. We are still telling it like it is. This is something that he didn't just start with. I didn't just start with. So we are still telling it like it is, but it's for those that are wanting to change. So join us next week, right, uh, same time, same station, 
save all of that, invite your friends, enemies, and all them other people, and let them know that Apostle Barry is uh, is still my guest. And we're going to do this until things change. So we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>